It's time for Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Always a pleasure to get together with you, friend. Thanks for stopping by as today we talk about the 17th Annual Youth Fishing Rodeo coming up Friday, June 8th and Saturday, June the 9th. We've got all the details to tell you about it. In order to do that, Ralph White, pastor of the Bloomfield Gospel Baptist Church, downtown Memphis, and he's here. This is something that's been on his heart now. 17th year? Is that correct? 17 years. Oh, my goodness, Pastor. <laughs> been a few years. I, I looked at it. I said, has it been that long? But uh, yes, it has. Bunch of fun. And uh, one thing marvelous about it is that in that 17 years, I think the only mishaps we've had is maybe a kid getting hooked with a fishing hook. If that's all you've had happen in 17 years, you've done quite well. God is good. Yes, he and, is. Uh, so we just, we're thankful for that. There's a lot of different adventures, different things have happened. You know, all in all, everything's been great. The young people have enjoyed it. We've had young people who've come and experienced fishing for their first time, never baited a hook, never done any of that. Through the rodeo, we've had many young people who've got new life experiences. And we've had some, again, who've never fished, who say, now fishing is what I want to do. So we've just planted something into the lives of young people rather than a gun in their hand. We put a rod and reel in their hand, and they can be productive with that. There's something therapeutic about going fishing. I can remember my dad taking me fishing, my grandfather, the three of us in one of those little John boats out there at yeah. uh, Shelby Forest, the little lake out there, you know, spending all day getting sunburned and uh, rowing around in that boat, catching just a few small fish. Yeah. But, but it's about hanging out it's about that time together yeah with with computer games and all of that to consume the time and the minds of young people think this is refreshing and it gives them an opportunity to do something else with all the violence uh, that's a whole nother story this gives young people a chance to get out and enjoy nature and get out from the confines of what's going on in the city the gangs and the fightings and all of that so it's something to help them break free and get an opportunity to explore something different. Let's go back 17 years and talk about the original idea behind this. Was this something you thought of? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, fishing rodeo is not, you know, unique to me. Well, no, you but, know, Memphis has had, of yeah. course, fishing rodeos. I remember when I was a kid, there was the one out at Alderman Park, big Park. fishing rodeo over there. You remember and that? And also in Riverside Park. And that's what drove me to do it. There would be an annual fishing rodeo every year in Riverside Park when I grew up, but I couldn't attend. It was white only. And when the integration came into being, they integrated the parks, integrated events. And in Riverside Park, during that time, the expressway came through the park. That community divorced Riverside Park and moved most of the activities to Audubon and out east. And a few years passed. I grew up. We saw that park was desolate. We said, we need to bring life back to it. So we started going back to the park. And I had this idea, hey, let's start our own fishing rodeo. Now, that time, I didn't know what a fishing rodeo was. I jokingly said, thought you'd ride a horse off in the lake and catch fish, <laughs> you know. But I found out it was something different. And we decided to do it. I had talked to a few guys and... We decided to go ahead and make this become a reality, and we did. We started it. It was quite successful, we thought. After two years or so, we decided to go out to Audubon and say, give us some tips on how to really do this thing up. 
And they said, well, show us what you're doing so we can show you what. So after we laid our plan out and what we were doing, we noticed they weren't saying anything. I said, we're doing something wrong? He said, maybe we need to come and see what you're doing. So the Lord blessed, unskilled, but had a mind to want to serve these interested kids. And we were doing great. Many of those young people didn't have rod. They didn't have monies. They didn't have any of that. So we got funding. So we furnished rods, real, all the bait, put tons of fish in the pond, and we had trophies for the children. Hey, kids, it was on from there. (laughs) So 17 years later, here we are. Okay, now you mentioned Riverside Park. Is that now what is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Park? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Park. And historically, you know, Memphis needs to know, and you'll see that park coming back. It's coming back. The park is beautiful. If you haven't been there, the park is beautiful due to some other things we had to do. But the park is beautiful. And Riverside, or Martin Luther King, was originally one of the anchor parks of the parkway system. You got Overton Park on the east. You had Riverside Park on the west. And you had all kinds of activities. You had boat shows. You had archery ranges. You had all of that over in Riverside Park. There again, integration came to be in the closer park. All the activities left there and moved out east. But it's a very historic park. Riverside Park at one time, we found all this out, was a potter's field. Later on, it became a park. Some of the rarest foliage in the country is along that river bank. So it's a very historic park. There are a lot of things that are there that they're going back to say, hey, we need to regroup and we need to recapture this because this is a very valuable piece of real estate. So we're fortunate to be there 17 years now with our rodeo in a very historic park. Well, Pastor Ralph, tell me now exactly geographically in the city, where is this park? This is not by McKellar Lake, is it? Yeah, right there. Is it on Uh, McKellar Lake? Yeah. That is it. So uh, the lake itself where you'll be fishing is McKellar Lake. No, the pond where we'll be fishing will be actually inside the park. There's a pond there, a real beautiful pond. They had dried it up, and they called it the crater. We said, we want the pond back. And getting the park reestablished, we want the pond back in there. And we negotiated with the park commission, and they did it. They restored it. They put pretty cobblestone around it. It's beautiful. There's a fountain they said the fountain is really for circulating the water from time to time, yep. but it's there. Yeah, but it's beautiful. They've got restrooms now, tennis courts, you name it, picnic areas. It's beautiful. I think I grew up going to this park when I was a kid. Probably did. But it's been so many years, and I've forgotten about it. Well, it's a treasure. Yes. It's over there. As you come down uh, Riverside Drive, you get off on Parkway, go west, you can go into the golf course. But they've cut the golf course. Is that course. the T.O. Fuller golf course? No, 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 no. This is Riverside. T.O. Fuller's way down oh, in Walker Home. Okay. Yeah, that's on the south end. But this is right just at the foot of downtown. I don't think most people even realize this exists. No. All the folks that work downtown, this would be a great getaway oh, for lunch break. It is. It's a nine-hole golf course there. It's directly across from where the old Ford plant used to be on. Okay. On Parkway. Four minutes from downtown. Beautiful park, beautiful lake, trees, picnic areas, a whole nine yards. And we'll be there 
with the rodeo. Again, that's going to be on Friday, June 8th from 6 to 8 p.m., and then you'll pick it back up on Saturday, June 9th from 7 a.m. and cut off around 12 noon or so. Right. We try to get it so it won't get too hot. gets too hot and the water gets hot, the fish are not going to bite. Yeah. So we don't want the kids out there just... No, you want them to have yeah. some action. Yeah. So, and so what kind of fish are in that pond? Uh, strictly, we put 1,000 pounds of catfish in there, and they're not minnows. When you get them, you can go home and get a meal. We talk about kids being this, kids being that. Well, again, these kids are mannerable. They know what they're coming to. They respect each other. We have adults out there to help them launch their, you know, real rods and their bait and so forth into the pond so that they don't snag each other, whatever, you know. Even if parents are there, they can do that also. But the young people have to do the fishing themselves. It's a family thing, and uh, they pull them in, man, strings of them. It just depends. We would that we could regulate the weather so the weather's just (laughs) right. But what we do, we do what we can do. We put the fish in, and we pray for good weather and hope they catch most of those fish. Have you typically had good weather during the rodeo? Usually, usually we do. Now, I remember one year we had, it rained and rained, and I was very discouraged. I woke up that morning, uh, one of my friends let me use his motorhome, so I spent the night. And we got up that morning, it was raining. And I looked out, you had 100 kids on the bank, girls and guys. They didn't care. They were out there fishing. (laughs) So, you know, we'd be surprised at what our young people would do if we would give them the opportunity. They are what we make them. And if we determine that they're not going to be good, they're not going to do right, then that's what they'll do. It comes all in the training. And if we trust them, train them, we can have some awesome young people who are going to come forward being their leaders. You know, Pastor Ralph, something else I was thinking that you're teaching these kids, you know, as they get out there and catch the fish and take them home and and have a catfish dinner. Or do you want people to throw the fish back? No, 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 no. They take them home because if you come out there after 12, the bank's going to be full of adults. It's a family weekend because they know we, the kids don't catch all those fish. And so they come, you know, see some of the old pros then come, you know, with fishing with all kinds of lures and all kinds of bait. But it's just a good weekend. Maybe at least one, if not more, fish, catfish you're talking about. That you put in there three, four, five, six years ago, it hadn't got caught yet. Oh, yeah. And that thing's grown to probably. be just a really nice-sized catfish. Yeah. So it's probably just waiting for a youngster to reel that thing in. That would be the monster. He'd be the one that yeah. <laughs> take, take all the trophies. So, you know, all things are possible, and it's an opportunity to just give the young people something yes. to do. And we're encouraging churches, call the church, get an application, and we also need volunteers. It'll be worth your while. Valero, every year they have a group of employees who can't wait for the rodeo. Then they bring their children. Last year we had a good group of Hispanic young people who came out. And we've been trying to encourage them to come on out and enjoy. You don't have to have any particular documentation. You just come ready to fish. And you provide everything, the rod, the reel, the bait. And what kind of bait are we talking about? Oh, Worms, worms, crickets, or? worms. I guess yeah. For catfish, you want to put worms on. Yeah, there. we have worms, and all the kids got to do. We need it, and we make sure we furnish it. So yeah, we get enough for those young people who come. 
I remember the first time I tried to hook a worm as a small kid. You remember that? Yeah. That little squirmy worm and trying to get him on the hook. And I was a little skittish at first, you know, just trying to know how to hold it and yeah. get the hook in it. Yeah. Many of those kids, they let the parents do it. Yeah. It's a good experience, period. Just a good experience. I just being outside. That's one thing. I, I tend to get the opportunity to be outside, to sit still long enough, you know, yes. for something to happen. Yeah, everything's fast. You, you're on your computer. It's fast. You got to move, you know, make, but this gives you an opportunity to, uh, just relax your mind, focus on one thing. And in doing that, let your mind go over other things, you know. Right. But the world is so fast now. Oh, yeah. But we find that young people are still ready to come and be a part of it. So it's been great. Pastor, have you seen over the years generational returns in those that might have come 17 years ago as a small boy or girl that now have children of their own that are bringing to the rodeo? We've got a few. We've got a few, and especially in the church. And I ran upon a young lady just this morning. I had a meeting, earlier meeting at the Board of Education, the young lady, she said, do you know Reverend so I said, yeah. She said, I'm his granddaughter. She says, we're going to be at the rodeo. We'll be at the rodeo. We come there every year, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that's, that's refreshing and inspiring to know that right. people look forward to it. And they do. Each year they bring busload of young people there. And this is really a community-wide invitation for those who want to come and support. Uh, what about sponsors or those needed to help you maybe make a contribution is there opportunities for that sure definitely so we'd love that all going to the bloomfield urban initiative bloomfield urban initiative if they want to contribute whatever they would do it under that name if there are listeners who'd like to contribute this is just one of the things that we do this would just help us to continue the, the efforts that we put over we, we do quite a bit we do a lot of other activities with the young people we have Free concerts in the community. Again, Bloomfield Urban Initiative, if there are listeners who would like to contribute. Okay. There is a registration form for volunteers that I have a copy of in my hand here. We're past the deadline, of course, for this, but yes. uh, you could still use volunteers. Yeah, we use volunteers. You can just call the church. And we'll make sure that we get you in there. But even for the children, too, you can still register. We yeah. try to get them in so that we can kind of line them up with the ages but if a young person came to us, or even walked up, we're going to make sure that he or she participates. Yeah. Okay, now when it comes to the trophies, I guess you've got, what, the largest fish, the most caught? How is that going to break yeah, down? Yeah, I think they go by weight. Uh, you know, that's they they handle that. But you have, uh, I think, the largest fish, one fish, you go by weight, how many you catch and how much they weigh. I think those are probably the two categories. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of takes everybody in. Do you have any stories from the past rodeos that stand out to you? Maybe a little fella or a little girl that's caught a fish for the first time? Yeah, we had some kids that caught fish and threw them back. They were afraid of them. <laughs> but, so we had to have some adults there. So when they come in, they come in and then they just drop the pole and run. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so you've had there have been a few things that have happened since that time. Individuals sliding into the water. I mean, fun, funny stuff. Nobody, nobody really been hurt, but just some things you can look at and laugh at. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's been good. We look forward to it each year. Each year, so well, getting a little tired, but each year brings 
back that moment of refreshing and we go back to the work. So how many do you expect to come out this weekend? Uh, uh, maybe 400 or so. Really? Yeah, we've since we've had this in those years, we've had several thousand young people to come through. I mean, when you think four, five, six hundred young people in that many years, that's quite a lot of young people have gone through. Like some of the other things that we've done, we were sitting back and we were looking at gas for guns, how many guns we've taken off the streets, several thousand guns we've taken off the streets here in Memphis. And somebody said, well, you know, they're still killing but we say, well, they're not killing with the guns we took up. But every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. And sometimes you feel that, well, am I really accomplishing anything? But if you can keep one young man, one young lady out of the streets from doing something mischievous, then it's worth all the effort that you put forth. Uh, again, having grown up in the inner city, grown up in that neighborhood, having lived there almost every day of my life, I understand. I understand what many of those young people go through. And there are some who kind of detach themselves from the reality of it. But these are beautiful kids. These are children who don't have the opportunities that many of us have. I realize had it not been for the grace of God, there I'd be also. We just can't take our blessings and just take them and leave them and not look back. My thing is... What can I do when I leave here? I just want them to know that I've been here. Yes. Not for any fame or whatever. So every one of these events, these undertakings that we do, it's so that we can impact the life of some young person. And so they can look at me and say, I want to be like him. You know, as you mentioned back in this fast paced world that we live in, you know, and kids are caught up in it, too. And with all the video games and all the acceleration of life to stop and take time to sit by a beautiful pond with a fishing pole in hand and a line in the water and just waiting for that bite you know being patient you know we've got that drive-through mentality got to have it now but taking time to wait reflect on the nature being thankful to god for what he's provided and created around us you can create some great moments and also yeah some getaway times because through life, you know, you're teaching these kids, you've got to have times to pull away and, and have those quiet moments and relaxing moments like fishing. Yeah, but too, that's going to be imprinted in their mind. It's in their uh, database, Yeah, these experiences, because many of them, as I said, have nothing but negative experiences. But this is something that we can deal with. You'd be surprised at young people that I see who grew up. I say, I, I hung with my kids when they grew up. I see young people now that I haven't seen in 30 years. Remember I remember you used to feed us in your backyard and la-da-da-da-da. It's in their mind. So as we take time out for these young people, it's there. It's there. And that may be the very thing that says to them, hey, that's something maybe I shouldn't do because of something that's happened in their past. And we never know. You never know. We never know. So we're hoping that, you know, these efforts that we put forth will impact the lives of young men and young women and just inspire them to want to do better and maybe even imitate what we are doing. During the rodeo, Pastor Ralph, anything else provided in the way like 
food or drinks for the kids and those who participate during that time, like you yeah, know, water? People who donate, and again, you mentioned uh, people who'd like to, you can donate water, you can donate soft drinks, hot dogs, or, or just whatever. Yeah. If you've got a business, we won't do it this year, but I think we'll definitely do it next year. We're going to offer businesses. You can come out and just set up, you know, whatever you donate. We'll use that to help us to further what we're doing. But, uh, you know, we welcome any individuals who would love to donate any kind of food stuff, drinks or whatever. But all of it goes, again, back to the community. What a great thing. Again, the 17th Annual Youth Fishing Rodeo at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Park is going to be on Friday, June 8th, which, by the way, Pastor Ralph, my middle son is going to be 30 years old on June 8th. Mm. So that's a big day for our family. Your family, right. But from 6 to 8 p.m. there, there will be the opening of the fishing rodeo. And then back on Saturday morning on the 9th, June 9th, from 7 until around noon, you said. Right. Prizes and trophies, girls and boys, ages 7 to 17. Parents, you got to keep your poles out of the water, line out of the water, until after 12. And then it's each man for himself. Then you can have it. <laughs> you can have it. No nets. Rods and real. Hey, Pastor, do you actually fish when you're out there? No, I'd be too busy. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, as soon as it's over, I'll be headed to Destin, Florida. Is it vacation time? Just as soon as the rodeo's over, yeah. Okay. With my family and my grandkids, and they've, they've all lined it up. So <laughs> they're going to make me a prisoner and make me go down there. But we'll be going to Destin immediately after it's over. But I never get a chance to fish. We're just so busy making sure everything's right. And, now, uh, other activities going on while the rodeo's happening? Any kind of music or anything else happening? Yeah, they have music. Unfortunately, this year, we've got to look at, we, we have a tent. I had four break-ins, Byron, at the church within the course of a week. Whoever came in, stole the poles for my tent that we use every year. So we got we're working on that. We got to see even how we're going to do that. So that you know, those are some of the challenges. And, but uh, we we're going to work it out. But one thing after the other. Somebody asked me one time. You know, when you're doing all this stuff, uh, then somebody comes and breaks in on you and uh, whatever. Oh, what do you think? And I think they were looking for a negative. They said, I said, and I said, really, and this is what I feel about. It. I said, well, for them to do that to us. It means that we got more work to do. I mean, you know, we just can't. The devil knows when God's doing something. And I use when Jesus went, the Bible says he was led into the wilderness, be tempted of the devil. Now, he went for 40 days. It looked like it was said to fast and pray. That's what he went for. But the Bible doesn't say he went to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And so even when we're at our spiritual high, when we're doing what we know we need to do to get close to God, the devil doesn't care. I said the devil would would tempt Jesus after a forty day fast. <laughs> <laughs> who who do we think we are? Oh my! And so you know, and that's why I said, you know, when you when you're doing your thing, and even from leaving here, I tell my church the devil would test your testimony. You better make sure it's real. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll preach. Yeah, so uh that that is the way I see life. Yes. You know, we okay, we'll work that out. God is still good and we're gonna look forward to this rodeo and then 
I've got some other things already on the burner that I'll be talking to you about. But well, it always excites me when we get together and we talk about things like this, because this is where the church needs to step up to the plate. It's not just asking people to come inside my church and hear my preaching, hear my music and our worship. You're taking the church out to the people and you're loving on the people where they are and having something fun like this fishing rodeo. This is a great platform for the church to spread the love of Christ to the community. Yeah, and that's what we've done. We've invited churches. You come, well, whatever church, church you want, whatever, it doesn't matter. These are God's people. These are the harvest that Jesus was talking about. And uh, you come out, and if a person likes you and likes your ministry, take them there. Some plant, some water, but God gives increase. Yes, it's about reaching out and letting these young people know that we care. It's the 17th Annual Youth Fishing Rodeo at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Park, and you can get more details about this by going where, Pastor Ralph? Uh, you can call the church. Okay, what's that number? 901-948-3078. But I'm the kind of guy, you can call my number. That's 901-481-3320. You gave so out your cell phone number. That's my cell phone. <laughs> right. People say, Pastor, you crazy? No, 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 no. If you want me... I want you to know how to get in touch with me. I'm not one of those pastors who's untouchable. I don't have this entourage around me where you can't get to me. And, you know, they try to do Jesus like that. Jesus, tell, tell me, he's, no, no, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> let the little children come to me. You yes. know? And so give me a call. But call that first number, and we're pretty sure you can get all the information you need. Great. And then they'll even send you to our website, and uh, you can even pull down the application. Okay. Let the little children come, boys and girls, to this youth fishing rodeo, June 8th, Friday, 6 to 8 p.m., and on Saturday, June 9th, 7 to noon. Please come out, girls and boys, ages 7 to 17. Pastor Ralph White, God bless you, my dear brother. Thank you for what you're doing once again for Christ's kingdom in our community. Thanks for being our guest today. Appreciate you. We're going to be praying for you on that trip to Israel. All right. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. I appreciate that. God bless you. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.